Hey, uh, Seattle, how do you like that ass whooping y'all took on Saturday? Oh, I'm sorry. I should be diplomatic. Not. Let's go. On your mark, get set. Let's go. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Do it live. I can I'll write it and we'll do it live. Mister, will you please wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up? Good morning, Kevin Durant. You should have never left California. This bronze sexual upset me in oh, having man. to bring this teenage idiot from Wisconsin into a sports conversation. Are you really surprised that the Cowboys are giving up on Ezekiel Elliott? Whoa, no. Well, no one cares about baseball. And away we go. Good morning. Welcome to the Manic Monday edition of Snowman in the Morning. Glad to have y'all with us this morning and going forward. All programming on the SDM Sports Radio Network is presented by the Be Daring Foundation. The Be Daring Foundation works with high school and college athletes and first responders in terms of mental health. Go to Be Daring Foundation. Dot org. That's B-E-E, DaringFoundation.org. The B-Daring Foundation, eradicating the stigma surrounding mental health for high school and college students, uh, high school and uh, college student athletes, first responders, and athletes in general. As I said to begin the morning, did y'all notice anything weird during the wild card round? I, I don't expect tonight to be weird. Hell, I don't even expect tonight to watch the game because it's two evils. I don't. It's it's. There's something wrong with my screen. Hold on a minute. Go on, I thought I fixed this thing. I haven't or didn't. There. All right, now we're clear. Why didn't? Buffalo blow out Miami. Yeah, self-inflicted wounds. Why didn't Baltimore take care of Cincinnati? More self-inflicted wounds, particularly on the one-yard line. Why didn't Seattle play the second half against San Francisco? Oh, yeah, self-inflicted wounds, Geno Smith. And the thing Geno Smith said, he wanted to end... He wanted to end his career in... Seattle. God only knows why. Here's the playmaker, Darnell Silence. He'll join me this morning. He'll join us this morning because he's unable to join tomorrow. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. All right. Who 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 getting roasted first? Well, hold on there. Hold on a minute. I just asked a question. Actually, you know what? You're gonna we're gonna do this. 
whip around style. Oh, Lordy. Hey, you know what? I forgot. I, I forgot to hit a button. Hold on a minute. Uh, heck with it. Because did did you see some horrible coaching this weekend? Mm-hmm. And some horrible quarterback play this weekend? Let me think on that. Um, that's a yes. Mm-hmm. That's a mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But, 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 oh, gosh. But, you know, you, you're, you're the host. I'm going to follow your lead because I there's so many stuff I want to get off right now. Okay. We're going to do this whip around style presented by Fanatics. <laughs> As I said in a very short video, which got the playmaker licking his chops. Dear Brandon Staley. You're fine. Go. Actually, I beat you to it. I beat you to it. Look here. Now, Saturday night, the bank was live again, doing that thing. But you could not have. The start of the game that Trevor Lawrence had. No, Man, you can't. Four NITs in the first half. Mm-hmm. Three of them to Asante Samuel Jr., who is a pilot from the state of Florida because he graduated from Florida State. Yeah, man. <laughs> so essentially, he was having a homecoming like never before. Mm-hmm. You can have anything worse. Austin Avon got you two touchdowns off of both turnovers. Justin Herbert couldn't be in touch at all and whatnot. Mm. But you know, Snowman. Yes, sir. There's a famous line from a from a man by the name of Chris Berman. That is why they play the game. Mm-hmm. And another saying. That most of us know. There are two halves to a football game. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, the second half happened. <laughs> Where Trevor Lawrence stopped throwing picks and he stopped throwing touchdowns. Plenty of them. And here's the thing when you looked at the first half, I was like, I'm pretty sure Snowman looked at it was like, wait a minute. Uh, Brandon Stem came ready to play. He got this defense looking like the defense we supposed to be seeing. In the good morning. Uh-huh. Last scientist joins us. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, gentlemen. So you must be talking about the Chargers uh Jaguars yep. game. Yeah, we're talking yeah. about San Diego Chargers. No, 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 no. I, no, 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 no. I'm not gonna insult San Diego by labeling that team we saw Saturday night. San Diego Chargers. Okay, true. No, those are the lost. Those are the Los Angeles Chargers right there. And exactly why the city of Los Angeles does not like them. Yeah. And that's being nice about it. Mm-hmm. Go on, playmaker. So you're telling me, mm-hmm. Joe Lawrence, right? Went from four interceptions because he threw his four interceptions first before he threw his four touchdowns. Three yep. in the first quarter. Yeah, three in the first quarter. 
and they three of them you. to to Snyder Sandler Jr. I'm sorry, yeah. wait, sir. Yeah, we yeah we got to that. He had a homecoming in the first. In the yes, first he half. He had a wonderful yeah. homecoming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it didn't finish that way. Yeah. It went, yeah, it came from hunger to home going. Fin- I'm sorry. I didn't finish that way. I- I'll tell you, I- I'll tell you guys this. I only watched one play of that game Saturday night. With the only field one. Goal? With the, the field goal? The walk off. <laughs> I watched the whole game. I didn't so watch it. I didn't watch so any of the game either. So when the Chargers went up 27 nothing. Mm-hmm. Late in the first half. They had a win percentage of 98.3. A lot of good that did. That means the Jaguars had a 1.7 chance of winning the game being down 27 in a playoff game at home. Yep. In prime time. And you know what's my going friend, on around this my time? My friend Joshua Jackson is absolutely elated right about now. <laughs> so you know what's going on in throwing social media right about now? Oh, NFL's mad. I bet I bet the Jaguars won't be on prime time again. This is ridiculous. This is like Georgia and TCU all over again. And then the you second half happened. I got is a second half. Yeah. I will I will cue another Chris Bermanism. That's why they play the game. Trevor Lawrence threw for 211 yards in the second half. He dropped three touchdown passes. Yep. And by the way, Brandon Stanley, I hope you, I hope you, Peter's go. You know what Doug Beeson did? He said, Chuck, this is what they gonna do. They gonna jump the immediate route. So we gonna yep. slide the over right. across. And guess who's wide open? Zay Jones for a touchdown. Yeah, that yeah, which, that touchdown to, leads that touchdown to, to bring the third and twenty was a beautiful route done. Which which leads basically after I saw the walk off field goal, and that was the only play I watched because wife and I crashed early. Because after the next game we're gonna talk about, she looked at me and she said, Are you really wanting to watch the Chargers and the Jaguars? And we both looked at each other and said no. So yeah, so story time for me. <laughs> So my wife and I had to attend a, uh, a friend's birthday party as she, she was celebrating her 50th. So mm-hmm. it's about a 35, no, it was about 40 minute drive from our house to where she decided to have the, uh, have the, um, have the party. Mm-hmm. And so we got, the, we got there at the tail end of the four uh, at the Seahawks 49ers game. But I knew it was, I knew it was a wrap because when I saw the score was 38, oh, 17, when I saw the score was 38, 17, I'm like, okay, well, 49ers got that. It was a wrap. It so, was a wrap. So I didn't even check that score again. So I right, uh, right. drove to the restaurant. We got there right probably at the end of that game. Kickoff for the Char- uh, Chargers-Jaguars game was like maybe 15 minutes later. Yeah. So I'll do this Eastern time. I, I'm okay. actually in Nashville, so it's Nashville Central, but I do it Eastern time. So we got there about 8. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we, we greeted the birthday girl had our dinner and had our hors d'oeuvres and all that so yeah. the next time i checked the phone it was 9 15 and i see 27 nothing charges i was like what in the world <laughs> what what i what i miss so then 15 minutes later i checked the phone it says 27 7 yep. and then and then right before we left the restaurant i checked and it was 27 to 10 and the and the jaguars had the ball so it's like and okay that's when the fun started mm-hmm. And I did not realize this. So 
we we spent another 10, 10 to 15 minutes at the restaurant before we drove home. So after that, got there, drove home, got undressed, and and I was about ready to go right to bed right then. You, so, you were out. You yeah, were out, out on your feet. <laughs> I was out. So before I t- before I had hit before I have hit hit the pillow, I saw a thirty one thirty Jaguars final score. I'm like, whoa, shocked was an understatement. An now understatement. that I, now that I got the things out the way, uh, that was a matchup. I don't know if y'all caught my little video that I did before the Jaguars game. I said that was a matchup that people need to watch. Mm-hmm. It's a matchup that Mr. Cole Johnson would be pleased with. As I say, it's not the quarterbacks you need to watch. It's not the coaches you need to watch. It's the running backs you need to watch. Bingo. Austin Agler, Look at that. Travis Bingo. Bingo. And I love Travis. I love Travis Etienne. And all That's, of the Los and all of Los Angeles is going. Oh hell no! For the exception of for the exception of the strategy both head coaches employed, that is where the game was won and lost. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, sir! You're on the money. Tra- uh, let's talk with the home running back Travis Etienne. Twenty carries for 109 yards. Mm-hmm. And mind That's you, over five yards a carry. And mind you, mind you, they were behind by 27 points at one point in this game. And they mm-hmm. stayed with the running game. And they stayed with the running game. They, you know what they, they did? You know what they did? Snowman fourth and one. They went into a T formation. And ran it to the edge. Oh, that was oh gosh. And ran it to the edge. I, I right I gotta give that to was, Pearson. When I saw that, when I saw that formation. That was my favorite play of that game. When I saw that, when I saw that formation on on, on the replay and Jody was looking at it with me. She looked at it and, and she says, there, "There's something. There's something going on." I said, "Baby, they're going to seal the edge, and he's going to get 15 yards. Wind up getting 18, he but got, yeah, he got almost 20. Yeah, no, he, he no, got, he got no, he got 25 on that orange. But what I love about that play, though, is it's now become in vogue for when teams now do quarterback sneaks if it's fourth and one and closer mm-hmm. that you have someone behind him to give the quarterback a push to get another yard, right? Yep. So that's what the Chargers was thinking. They overloaded the they center overloaded, of the field. And the Jaguars and, and Doug Peterson outsmarted him. And Doug Peterson performed a beautiful sweep. I'm like, yes. Beautiful. And that's where they get that's where the, basically that's where the game was won. Yeah. That that was a fair play to game. Right there. That mm-hmm. that play right there. That that basically won the game. Mm-hmm. Speaking of winning the game. Now remember. But, they was down twenty seven nothing, and they still ran the ball. Yeah, that's the, the, that's the point. They stayed. Mm-hmm. They they stayed with it. They yeah. absolutely. They absolutely Austin, stayed with Austin it. Austin so, thirteen carries, thirty five yards with two touchdowns. So um, as I carries, said, how many carries do you have in the second half? Yeah, uh, let me put this in a stat that. I happen to, you know what? Jody caught this for me. Mm-hmm. You know how many yard, rushing yards the Chargers had in the second half? Seven. And Seven. this was the team, ladies and gentlemen, that had a 20 point, 20 point lead going into the second half. So, as I said, Brandon Staley. You're fine. And you want to make it even worse? The Jaguar turned it over five times. Yes. When 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 that both when that punt happened, 
you everybody had a right to say, yeah, this is not the Jaguars game because now we getting we getting muff points because the hit because the football hit the dude in the helmet. Mm-hmm. It's like this is this is just, this is just bouncing the charges away. No matter where you turn, you it's bouncing would, the charges away. You would think. I, I I I I I have told many of you. You want to know why? I did not have any faith in a Brandon Staley head coached run team. You just you just said the reason. Saturday night Proved was it. yet another reason why. No, Saturday night is the reason. No, 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 no. Saturday night is no, no. one of many. It's another Saturday reason night because another, week eighteen, another week 18 last year was my was, was my yeah. That was my against first the, again that should have ended at a tie. Yeah. Both teams making the playoffs, and that's that. So as I said. Brandon Stanley, you're fine. I have I have a stronger way of saying it, but I don't have a clip for that. Because Brandon Stanley, you made history on your playoff debut in the worst way of all. How? Don't ask that question. It's Brandon Staley. Let's move on. As I began the show this morning, hey Seattle, how'd you like that ass kicking you got? Oh, I'm sorry. Supposedly they led 17-16. At the half, because of a dumb play by Jimmy Ward, yeah, I'm glad, that, I'm glad that play did not come back to bite them. Yeah, a walk off, a walk off field goal. But then, as playmaker expertly pointed out, the second half happened, and you want to talk about stepping on the gas. Usually, we break down plays that ended games. It was a drive that ended this game. And it was the drive that started the third period. Don't look like that. Really? Now, it wasn't that it wasn't that drive that ended the game. It was the turnover following that drive that ended the game to me. Because the Seahawks okay. were on their way. Oh, they were down well, 20 they, they were on their way to they were on their way to yeah. getting the lead back. Okay. Yeah. And then you so, had you had you had Nick Bosa who gave you the strip, the sack, the fumble, and the recovery. That so to me was quadruple play. Yeah, that's and the Niners took it downfield and punched and it, then in they the put it down. They punched it in the end zone. The guy two point conversion and effectively, that was, that's what knocked, it. And effectively knocked the Seahawks yeah. out. That is what sealed it. Yeah. By the way, I had to say for Trevor Lawrence and Brock Purdy, both guys played a not so good first half. And the worst case with Trevor Lawrence, Brock Purdy mm-hmm. didn't look didn't look that good in the first half. <laughs> but, the second uh, half, by the way. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh oh oh, and uh, I will know, say this. Because I heard something ridiculous, and this is probably going to get uh, Snowman's blood pressure up, but I don't care because it's ridiculous. It needs to be said. Please there are people. There are people who actually are saying, "Oh no!" Quote: The Forty ers are going to try to go after Tom Brady. Bulls. Quote. Okay, I got a better response. Oh hell no! You know, I'll talk about this in the next segment. Hey, no. they, ha- they, ha- they have their quarterback. I need, I, need, I need to find out who these people are because ain't nobody in this. I don't want to find out who these people are because I'm I need, I, no, I need, see, yeah, yes, yeah, because they're talking about your team and I'll, I'll sock every, like, I, I get that. Yeah, as, as perusing of social media was happening, don't ask mm-hmm. me why. Right. I saw the same things and, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, you ain't watching the product. Because no. they ain't watching anything. They, they, they don't want to watch it. They don't want to watch anything. Because and I and I've said this on the show and off air to to uh Brian. I said, man, Fortnite's find their quarterback. 
It's yep. not. It, it is not Jimmy Garoppolo. It's, it's not, not Garoppolo. Trey it's it's Brock Purdy. It's Brock Purdy. They found their guy. They can send. They guy. Now they can. Now they can start building around him. Yeah, and, and, and this is coming from a guy who was and, a Jimmy Garoppolo fan. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. No man. Yes. 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 Yeah. yes. And, I backed and, Jimmy Garoppolo since his rival in San Francisco, but now and, I'm on the Purdy bandwagon big time. And I will say this to you because that, and, that and, twenty minute window between the start of the third quarter and about five minutes into the fourth. Mm-hmm. That right there to me is a referendum as to why Brock Purdy, number 13 for the 49ers, is going to be your franchise quarter for the next at least 10 years. At least. That 20-minute stretch right there. Let's go on to Minneapolis. In and, four G- words, and, and, and Gino, you're going to have a lot of time to write your haters back. I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir. In four words... Thank you, football giants. I can do it in, in three. In four. Oh, go, go ahead, playmaker. I can do it in three. Kurt, dumbass cousins. I'm going to do it in four. Yes, sir. No, I'm saying. No, I'm going to do it in six. Mm-hmm. I told your dumb so. Ass. First, 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 six, because Wise is in the chat. Congratulations, Wise. Congratulations. Oh, and wise, it's, and it's you, not an you, upset. I'm sorry, wise. If you ever give me that Kurt Thuggins, uh thought process again, I'm gonna have to steal all your weed. Matter of fact, Ben's in the chat too. Like, don't, don't do that, Ben. Up, ben? Laugh, laugh your butt off because. Cole, was I really so, no, no wise? I wasn't. No, we I weren't. wasn't. I wasn't surprised with it. I wasn't surprised that the, the charts went not at all. I'll, have, Cole, a deep, Cole, I'll have a deeper. I'll have a deeper breakdown of all the wild card games, not only during the Sports Sensei's at one o five, but during my show Brian Snow Podcast at three o five. Yeah, and I'll break it down further too on my own show Wednesday as well. So yeah, but to Am I surprised point, no. Go ahead. Please. I did. I did. I did not suspect that defense to look that horrible. I did. Not that you, horrible. I did. You, how could that? That's that's what we talked last it's night. It's a whole playoff game. This is that, a division that, champ. This is a division champion that surrendered more points than they scored. Period. That, yeah. That that that's why I was talking. That's why when we were talking last night, playmaker, I was like, to Brian's point, I'm like, this team gave up more points than they scored. How? And all of the one touchdown and less. Score uh margins of victory in, in games that they played against inferior opponents like what the Saints, um, the Saints, uh, uh heck, the, the Bears Lions. the first time, uh, they had to come back to beat the Lions in they had, Minneapolis. They had, to come, they had to come back to beat the Bears, they had to come back to beat the Bears, they had to come back to beat the Colts, and yeah, I'm, I'm, and, that, and that game right there typified the Viking season. Great, and, game, but... and I. Right, and I asked this of a Vikings fan who tried to, who basically misdiagnosed me of being a Cowboys fan, and 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 saying, yeah, and and saying, and I asked that question to him. I said, besides the opening, the opening day victory that y'all had against the the, the Packers, which was double by double digits, mm-hmm. and with Aaron Rodgers returned the favor. Give me a, and yeah, and they returned the favor. This was before the the butt weapon they took in Lambeau. I said, give me a game where you could see the 2022 Vikings that looked good. I'm uh, waiting. Uh, I can't I can't find one. Yeah. I, if anything, I say Buffalo. 
and and no, and, no, and defense no. was absolutely atrocious all year long. So, you know, you have a you have a defense that is allergic to stopping the run against a team, and I know I'm gonna make Wise happy when I say this against a team that that's what they want to do. They get off the bus wanting to run. So yeah, you got a team that's physical. I can see that Chase Webb being physical. Game set match the Giants. Yeah, and it's not an upset. I'm sick and tired of. P- no. And I said this Friday. Yeah, I the said Giants, this Friday. It was not under- an upset. The Giants were the underdogs, but it wasn't really an upset. I mean, because was- they were only underdog by three. Well, so I it knew. Yeah, to take the uh, I knew to take the points in that game because the Giants were going to beat them. I I said they'd beat them by seven. I said they, I said they beat him by seven. Well, you got it because they beat him by a touchdown. They beat him. They beat him by seven. I mean, the Giants coming off the bus, going into Minnesota, where no one expected them to win. They already got seven points. Golly, I mean, because because to me, playmaker Kirk Cousins throwing it to to Justin Jefferson, and kudos to the Giants defense on shutting him. I won't say down, but limiting his effectiveness. You can only take that type of offense so far, especially if you don't want to run with Davin Cook. 15 carries, 60 yards. I'm going to make Ben laugh. Sorry. Kirk, two chains, Cousins. Oh, gosh. Two chains? Now, granted, Cole's correct. That defense is just horrible. You would not expect that defense to be horrible in a home playoff game. Yeah, I did. I did. I don't know what the hell y'all were watching. I did. Hey, like, I, I knew. <laughs> yeah, it was the game. It was the it was the game of the weekend. Started to come back. Yeah, it was the game. It was the game of the weekend. But I knew the Giants were going. I knew the Giants were going to win. Hell, I, I thought they were going to win walking away. Like I said, I I didn't I didn't I expect them to do a little something. I ain't saying they'll be all all work. A little something. Please. A little something to get your offensive opportunity. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, playmaker, but... And you saw they didn't, bro. You saw they didn't. Here's the play for me that typified, absolutely typified the game for the Giants and the Vikings. Why are you throwing a three-yard check down on a fourth That's and eight? That's what I'm getting to. Goddamn Kirk Cousins. It is fourth and freaking eight. Fourth and eight. Why is you throwing a three yard out to TJ Hawkinson? He didn't have time. I don't want to hear that. The other, the other routes are too deep, and the only other route. I don't want to hear that. The only other route found a way to throw the ball deep and made incomplete passes. And the and the only other route that 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 he could have thrown to that was wide open was of course they was uh, Cook was leaking out to the flat. But other than that, he didn't have time. And and the Giants played that perfectly. They they. they saw yeah, they everybody, everybody was covered. Yeah, they, they everybody saw, was covered. They, and they they blanketed oh, everybody, and that oh. check down pass oh. was to the perimeter where the Giants oh. could fly it to could the ball, could rally. Yeah, oh. and that's, that was that's, that. That's, that's mm-hmm. back up the ultra one hundred, one hundred. It was fourth and eighteen. What did Kirk Cousins do? Not he threw point. it up to Justin Jefferson he, so he could he go cro- get it. He, he closed his eyes and just chunked the ball near. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but, the, but this is why I told you I have said this to many of you. Uh, I'm a I'm a dual snowman over. Here. Give me this camera. <laughs> Kirk Cousins during prime time when the lights are bright and everybody's watching comes up short 
in essence, short. in essence, he always in a big time situation will give you that. Seems pretty accurate to me. Seems pretty seems pretty accurate to me. Damn three yard out on fourth. Fourth and eight, and Kirk Cousins throw. But that, but see that right, that play right there typifies what I tried to tell Vikings fan all year. I'm like, you'll have these high hopes because the the, the Vikings overpaid Kirk Cousins. I said that two years. I said that two years ago, and I got killed for it. You had these high hopes for this team because they won 13 games, but you're not paying attention to how they won at least 12 of them. No, 11 of them, because they Mm -hmm. actually did go to Soldier Field and have a double-digit victory on the Bears. So 11 of those 13 victories were like one touchdown or less. And you mean to tell me you think that this this team, with the defense as atrocious as it was, the fact that the team gave up more points than it scored, the fact that they, they just seem to forget that Delvin Cook actually is a pretty good running back. And it's all about Justin Jefferson. chickens to run him. Yeah, it's all about Justin Jefferson. to run him. Yeah. yeah, it's about Justin Jefferson and yeah. maybe a little bit of Alan Thielen, maybe a little bit of TJ Hawkinson, maybe a little bit of uh, 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 Osborne, and maybe with Delvin Cook out the backfield you throw him to throw it to him. It's all about if the de- if the offense could be explosive and not if the defense could stop them. I'm like, that's Daniel hell jo- waiting to play. Daniel Jones had more worse yards than Dalvin Cook, which is saying something. Thank because, you. But but here's the here's Thank the thing: you. the Giants realized, hey, we have something, Kirk. Cous- we have something in our quarterback that the Vikings don't have in Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Wheels, yeah, mobility. Mm-hmm. Wheels, and they used Why it. Why with 300 yards? Uh, listen, here's yeah, how I typify, listen, here's how I typify not only the Giants win, but what happened with the Chargers, what nearly happened with the Bills, and what happened with the Ravens as we close this. So I realize that I think it, even though it's not advertised, right? there has to be a place for stupid people. We don't know because we're not stupid, so we don't know anything about it. It's like a secret club society. Oh my gosh. So I come to the conclusion that he graduated from SU, stupid university. Yeah, Brandon and all the, sure the stupid ass letters that go along with graduating <laughs> high honors of being stupid. I can't do no more, man. Dominos, Dominos, Vamanos. Stupid university where everyone graduates. Magna cum stupid. Not only is that for Brandon Staley, that's for Rod West for predicting the 21-17 Seahawks upset. Oh, Up wait yours. A wait a minute. Well, well, no, no, no. You don't have to. No, no. Hostility. No. All you got to do is just ask the Wonder Bread Choir to sing to him. And basically, the selection will be called You Tripping. You absolutely are tripping. <laughs> As I said, Rod West, and I show no hostility. Up yours! That's our whip around. The one with a New New York accent. That's hilarious. Incompetent some. I'm sorry. I.
Y'all didn't hear that, did you? Yes, you did. Confident sum up. <laughs> you, 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 you. I'll talk Brock Purdy during the second half of the show. And later on today in my snowman's take, Bethune Cookman proves Deion Sanders right. And I, I'm going to light that up. But that's later. That's unfortunate. That, that's unfortunate. Cole, I sent you two words that I will not repeat here. But does it not apply? Oh, it does. Thank you. I didn't give you any pushback. I yeah. Now, and I was not surprised. I was just waiting for it, and I was hoping someone would be brave enough to say something. Well, I'm going to piss off a lot. I'm going to piss off a lot of black people today. They already pissed off. Oh no 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 no! Because they already put them out on front street. They haven't seen Front Street yet until I get a hold of them, because you're talking for you're talking to a guy that worked for an HBCU for 14 years. Yeah, I would love to hear how that went. <laughs> you're talking to a guy that worked for Chicago State University first as a student and then as a broadcaster from 1995 through 2004, and then again from 2008 to 2010. And I will tease this. Mm-hmm. You know how many times I got paid by Chicago State University in those years I worked for them? Um, let me see. Once. Uh, oh, you actually did get paid for them. Okay. And that was through the efforts of the athletic director at the time who wanted to see the network that I was building succeed. But then after he got unjustly fired, you know what? I better save it because if I launch now and we got Ryan McCarthy coming, coming in a couple of minutes, that's right. If I launch now, mm-hmm. I won't stop that's and right. I'll burn. I, I'm going to burn some people. Well, I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. I'm going to, Mm. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I will not cuss. I will not cuss. I will not cuss. I will not cuss. I will not. Cuss. Oh, but when you sent me, but Cole, when you sent me that story, my wife calls me her dragon. Mm-hmm. Boy, I was breathing fire. A bit. You know the funny thing is, you want you want the one supposed to be doing that. That was supposed to be me. Oh, you get your chance too. Because not I was, now, I was, I was like, I said this told Cole that's helped me that's helped me not go walk because I was really I was I'm playmaker. I'm hot by a quarterback and we all are, we all are gonna get a piece of that. Oh and oh by the way, we check are. this out. I have a relatable story. When I called games for Central State University, that university trusted i i understand them trusting a the network that was already there and established. I had come in on the back end, I get that. Still nothing. And my thought process is this. You would think an HBCU would love the publicity so much that they would pay for it. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. 
So later on, I'm going to listen to you. Then I'm going to respond because I don't know exactly what Avery said. I didn't go searching for it. But I know, I, know, I, I, know, I, know, I know a lot of people on social media that, that, they can that send you what Ed Reed said. Look, Cole can send you what Ed Reed said. Oh, I definitely will. But the, I know the can by, send you what Ed Reed said. By the reaction. Mm-hmm. Black people ain't denying what Ed Reed said. How could they? It's just the fact that yeah, he said it I in his will, own person. I, listen, after we get uh, after we get done with this segment, with this next segment, I'm gonna light it up. Oh, but for now, to calm down, mm-hmm. let's let's go sip it. That's right. Damn it! <laughs> Quit pushing buttons. Hold on a second. This coffee with McCarthy is sponsored by Steph Curry Cognac. One. And it's lights out. It's the legend that is Ryan McCarthy. That's joining us this morning. What's the brew? You got your own sponsor. Yeah, right. (laughs) He actually lights out. Lights out. Um, (laughs) I got I got Vader coffee. I've got the uh, Jolly Java this time around. So it's vanilla, cinnamon, Java. Good stuff. Who Who manufactured it? That's Invader Coffee. Ah, I may have to. I may have to reach out to some. Reach out to some people. Okay. Your thoughts, Mr. McCoffey, on the wild card weekend to this juncture? You know, to, to Cole's point, I was listening, I was listening in about Brandon Staley. I can say I told you so. But I told Thank you. Thank you. So. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan. Yes. Hold, hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> Hold out your hand. Hold out your hand. That's for you. Thank you. And, uh, Mr. Johnson, mm-hmm. this is from August. That's for you. <laughs> so like, oh, oh, oh. Did, did somebody pick the Chargers to beat the Jaguars? Yeah, you're talking like, to him. My, also, my what co-host. You? My, my co-host. Why, why, why would I? I thought of the offense and not the coach. Yeah, because when when you all I was you all you put, the Chargers, you put your trust in in the Aaron Boone of the NFL. I, I put <laughs> look. The, oh, Ryan, thank you for that because I love the fact that Wise just couldn't stand the fact you labeled Brandon. <laughs> oh, Wise went off on that. Sup, Wise, love you. <laughs> we but love you, Wise. But but, but, when, but you're but right. When, but, but when you're Wise. Right. But back in August, when Wise and even Snowman, when they picked the Chargers to win the AFC West, I, I, all I could I all thought, I could do was just uh, listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I admittedly, mistakenly, thought team and forgot the coach. I had a brain and, fart. Right, we're gonna and, put and, you in and, front and, of a blackboard and, and I I I will not trust Brandon Staley. I will not trust Brandon right. Staley. I and, will and, not and like to, Bart Simpson. And to <laughs> and to both yours and Wise's credit, you both are correct. In terms of talent, 
I'd rather the Chargers talent over the Chiefs. And, and that and that's what I, that's mm-hmm. what I trusted. That's but what that all all I could see was Brandon Staley. And when you all said that, I, I Dolomite, I think you could say it better than I could. Bitch, are you for real? Yes, thank you, Dolomite, sir. <laughs> thank you, Do- thank you, Dolomite. And welcome to Drew Willingham, who I will have with me on the Sports Sensei's at one o five this afternoon. But <laughs> I did pick the Chargers to win the division. Yay, brother! Yes, in the building. I did not pick the Chargers <laughs> hey, to win. Give me that, Cole. Give it to me. Oh Lord! Get the lick and give it to me. I gotta have it. We gotta what, have it. What? The brother guest? Yes. Oh, Lord, gotta have it. <laughs> okay. At least for a couple seconds, we gotta have it. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Let me see. I thought I had this dog on. The- oh, it's on the other side. I think. Hold on. There we go. Had to get to the right board. Bam. Here we go. <clears throat> well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to coffee with McCarthy. Testify, my brother. <laughs> and now, without further ado, I present to you Ryan McCarthy, aka Brother Gang. Well, thank you, brother, Bishop Cardinal, Reverend Doctor. <laughs> Crap, I lost it. Don't try it. <laughs> Don't try it. Don't try it. The fourth. Uh, <laughs> listen, when we first, when when Cole first did that skit, he had to look at his notes three times to make sure he got the name right. Because I, I listen, I I do the same thing on camera. When I have notes, I I, I look down and I saw Cole looking down. Mm-hmm. It's like well, okay, he had to, you had to, had to remember the name. Of course, every time we do that, he's gonna where's, have to remember the name. Um, where's Deep Chris Bass when you need it? The third. Can we get past Cole? Can we get his name? Can where, we get the Where's Chris Bates? Okay. I need Chris Bates right now. <laughs> what you the fuck? Until Friday. Oh, blue. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. So you mean the? the oh, you mean that? Oh, listen. I can give. I I can give you that because Chris Bates right now has got to be asking what in the all types of blue hell. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, you talked about the right ref and Dr. Bishop pass a Cardinal Deacon. Yes. Winston Oliver yes. Jenkins. <laughs> the third. <laughs> <laughs> the third. The first time the first time Cole did that when he I, I set it up. This is an LJPN special presentation, and Cole goes, "Oh yes, it is." Oh, it is. oh dear oh, no. lord! <laughs> and then he hits, he hits the mute, he hits the music, and I'm dying, <laughs> I'm dying as he as, as the thing as the thing as the intro is playing, and then brilliantly it comes back to me as I'm in a laughing stupor, which I even better. That man, that, that, that snowman, it, you better get ready Wednesday because you know when LJPN happen Wednesday, it's gonna be hell. Yeah, we haven't been in the city fifth in a city fifth in a while. 
I don't that think has to happen. With, now that has to happen Wednesday. Oh, so uh, so you mean you want to take another trip? You, you want to yes. uh, attend? You want to attend the Church of the City Fifth? Is that, is that yes. The same, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Take me to church, my friend. I'll take. I'll take that trip. Ryan, your thoughts on the 49ers beating the hell out yeah. of the Seahawks on Saturday? Yeah, what you think, man? So, uh, my co-host Dustin, he's a Seahawks fan. I was at his. I was at his house. We were enjoying some uh, uh, some food and some beverages at his establishment. Uh, he was very. Here? That's hopeful. the only thing here, George. He was very hopeful at halftime. He was like, "Oh, oh man, that he was." And then, he was. and then uh, the second uh, half uh, happened. And then, and then, and then the Seahawks like, "See what what happened? What what happened? What happened was so basically, so basically, what you're saying, your co-host was like Teddy Pendergrass when he was singing "Turn Off the Lights," but it gets to a certain part of the song where he just says, "Turn them off." For the Niners, shut them lights off. Yeah, it was right after Debo Samuel had that catch and run for the touchdown. I'm like, yep, that's the dagger. He's like, uh, well, it was a great season. Turn it off. Oh, man. Turn it off. <laughs> that's what you're saying. It's a theme here. It's a theme here. That's what Jody was saying to me. The first time, the, the first episode of the City Fifth I played for Jody, that's what Jody was saying to me. Turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> if you notice, all the big games in the NFC West. There's always one person for the damn San Francisco 49ers that turns the goddamn game around. D-E-E-B-O. Yep. Mm-hmm. As well as they, Nicholas they, John Bosa. No as well yeah. as Brock Purdy. As well as Brandon Ayuk. Thank you, Chisel Adonis. No. As well as... Here's, here's my... I, I'll, I'll talk 49ers and Brock Purdy during hour two. Because I got two segments I need to I need to get to. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this Friday. The offensive line of the 49ers through the first seven games was absolutely piss poor. Thank you. Thank you, Pop, for that. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Dad, for that. Yep. But since week eight in Los Angeles. Moons got licked. <laughs> Since week eight in Los Angeles, that offensive line got pissed off. Dare say the only offensive line that I think has performed better, and you'll smile, Mr. McCain, would be the Eagles. Dare yeah. say. Yeah, and cool McCain is in the house with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, good morning to you, sir. But oh, and, and he has that, the best of you guys. He says, Giants versus Eagles part three, bring the smoke. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait to see NFC Beast. I can't wait to oh, see yeah. it. Speaking of the Giants, speaking of the New York with, football I think, Giants, play, I think they play when the NC Beast show airs. That, that oh my gosh, oh, oh my no. gosh, oh boy, that'll oh, be a live reaction. Speaking, <laughs> I might have to do a live reaction myself. Speaking of the football Giants, McCoffee, your thoughts? The Vikings were who we thought they were. The worst you, thirteen you. fourteen Thank you. in the history of the Thank NFL. You. And let me also say this. All right. Cole. In one score games this year, they were eleven and zero. Make that now, eleven wins and one and giant one. loss, and uh, one giant loss. Cole. Now they're eleven and one. Cole, what I say? What I say? What I say? What I say? Exactly. Thank you, sir. McCarthy. Oh, thank you. What I say? 
You may, as well give me my, you may as well give me mine, too, because I picked the Giants. To I, said, I, said, ass. I said to people that this is this is the 1980 Cleveland Browns part. De. And for those Red who are football right enthusiasts. 88. That's all I got to say. Who, yeah. And for those who are football enthusiasts, you know that that team had those types of games where you're like, they lived by the sword and died by the sword. And they won enough of those types of games where they carried a number two seed into the playoffs. And they played and, the Raiders, and, and all God. they needed to do was kick a field goal, but couldn't because the because the wind was all messed up and it was cold. And then not to mention, they could have run it. Not, not to mention Cleveland yeah. Stadium turf is horrible, god awful. Oh yeah, the, yeah. The, the turf is so bad they painted the dang the, 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 the dang two, thing green. The, the two turfs, red, the, right, the eighty-eight. Natural grass, the two natural grass turfs in the eighties that got painted on the most were Cleveland Stadium and Candlestick Park. Cleveland Stadium because of the because of the cold and the ice and everything and Candlestick Park because they built it right on the wharf. Mud. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was and, and, it was and that track got money. It was money in hell money. at Candlestick Point. But mm-hmm. will you stop calling? Ryan will agree with me when I say this. <clears throat> will you stop calling that Giants win an upset? It wasn't an upset. upset. It's not an no. upset. But it wasn't an upset. This, this is a rare appearance, but this is what Kirk Cousins said in the press conference. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Kirk Cousins said uh, something in the press conference? Okay. So he said, Mr. Playmaker, quote. Yeah. This one hurts. This one really hurts. No, you think? Close quote. Mr. McCain has a question for me. Oh, before you you question. Yeah. uh, Kurt Duggins, Kurt Two Chains. uh, That's for you, Ben. That's for you, Ben. The the guy who was supposed to take the Vikings of the Promised Land how does Michael Irvin's MVP? Yeah, and Michael Irvin's MVP. How does it feel to take yet another playoff? I'm sorry. Take sir. it. Go ahead. Um. <laughs> now, Mr. McCain has a question for me. Uh question for Snowman. <laughs> Damn. Who you want to face? Arlington football team or Tampa Bay? I don't oh, care. Don't, don't, don't even answer that. Go down to his other comment. Damn. I don't I'll let Mr. McCain, I'll answer your question simply by saying I really don't care for the simple <laughs> fact. We beat them. La- we beat the Arlington football team in Arlington last year running the football. We kicked Tom Brady's ass all over Levi Stadium this year, mm-hmm. thirty-five to seven. It really doesn't matter. I'm going to be asleep before kickoff. But uh, this right here, ladies and gentlemen, is why I have an affection for Mr. Cool McCain because he says Mr. Kirk Cousins. Is the white Dak Prescott, <laughs> and just as rich too. <laughs> Damn. 
That's cold blooded. I can't, I, I can't, I can't get on him because he's an Eagles fan, so he doesn't like that Prescott by association. Don't anyway. Like that Prescott. That's listen. <laughs> I don't that, like that. that almost brings tears to my eye. That's so beautiful. That's listen, nice. I don't like that. I don't like that Prescott either. I think Dak Prescott is one of the most mediocre quarterbacks we've seen in the NFL, aside of Kurt Two Chains Cousins. Which further brings the point home to Cool McCain. How is it you miss five games and you still lead the league in interceptions? Uh, who's the coach? He's one that I have. No relation. Who's the offensive coordinator? Well, yeah, the, the coach of the team is Ryan McCarthy. I mean, Mike McCarthy. Ace. <laughs> Rested. That's what you did there, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you were listening, man. <laughs> oh, I, oh, oh, I, 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 I know, I know, I know. <laughs> you did that while he was taking a sip of coffee. Hence God, my East Coast accent is coming hey. all the way out. You did that while he was taking a sip of coffee. Hey, yo, oh, I'm right. drinking my coffee here. Hey, okay. <laughs> all right, all right, sir. Your thoughts on... Um, the Your division rivals. up and down performance the Bills had at home against the Dolphins. Oof! The Bills got, the Bills got lucky and Bills got survived. Up. Yes, they survived in spite of Josh Allen. What what's going on with Josh Allen throwing those deep passes? What's he almost cost him the game? And that yeah, and that risky it. and that risky pass on third and what third and three. Goes mm-hmm. decides to go deep and almost gets picked. Like if mm-hmm. his receiver Shakir didn't have his hands up and Should grab that picked. ball and bring it down. Should have been that picked. ball's picked. That ball's picked and that's that, that ball's picked and going back and the that, other way. Hey, at the same time, Shakir needs to catch that deep pass that Allen put right on the money. Mm-hmm. He has to catch yeah. that. And he yeah. any any gift wrap and he dropped a, and he dropped a touchdown pass. Yeah, yeah. And that and, was and, that was and, basically and Allen yeah, gift wraps. Yeah, and Allen gift wraps six points to the Dolphins. So yeah, he did. He did. Especially if Shakir has that catch in the at the end of the first half, Bills mm-hmm. go up twenty four to six, and it's right practically game yeah. over. He can run. He can mm-hmm. run down the clock from there. But mm-hmm. it's review gets overturned. Miami gets a great punt return. Right, gets a field goal to get mm-hmm. closer to to get closer at seventeen to nine. And, and then, that, then that pick. Then that pick. Mm. Uh, I, I I just uh, it's the it's, bills are in trouble. It's, it's I think the bills are in trouble. Trouble. It's really. It's really. I I feel really bad in what I'm about to say. But is it bad for me to say that I expected better out of the cold uh, out of the bills? You, I think we. I did, did too. Yeah. Oh, Everyone okay. did. My my one of my one of my older brothers is a Bills fan. My yeah. nephew is a is a Bills fan. I, I expected the Bills to beat the brakes off the Dolphins. I mean, I the Dolphins stuck around. I give full credit to them. They stuck around. I, I mean, I was seeing Josh Allen make mistakes because I, I remember the first part of the game he had because it was against the Texans, mm-hmm. and he made a litany of mistakes in that game. I and I understood, and I understood why it was because you know, he was inexperienced and this was his first taste of of playoff football. Mm-hmm. I was. Some of that type of play in yesterday's game, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, man! You've been to the AFC Championship game before. You've had you had playoff victories all stashed in your in, in your in your coffers. Yeah, this mm-hmm. should be 
hot to you. You've been a number two seed before. This is not even anything new to you. No, no. And he looked no. flat at times. I'm thinking, this, this is the Josh Allen I thought I was going to see here now. And uh, can I borrow a word? Direct effect. And his, and his play was a direct, it had a direct correlation as to how the team prospered or faltered. Can I can I borrow a word from oh, one of your constituents, Cole? Oh, please, sir. Because throughout most of the game, Josh Allen looked like straight trash. <laughs> can I borrow that word, please? And cool actually says he looked like the first half Trevor Lawrence, the second half Justin Herbert for most of the game. <laughs> wow. But see, wow. And, and, but see, here's the thing about that. Cool McCain on one today. Oh, I love it. Do we have any arguments to the contrary? Because you're certainly not I, getting I one cool. I, I wonder if Cool's having some of the coffee I'm having. <laughs> He's smoking. Oh, he, I, I'll tell you that. I, I'll tell you that coffee spiked. <laughs> no, no. The only the only difference is Herbert. I don't think turned the ball over in that game. So no, it was five nothing. Yeah. So you would actually that would actually be a compliment to <laughs> Allen how he played in the second half of Sunday's game to say that he looked like Justin Herbert in the second half of his game. That's right. Because up Sunday. go ahead. Oh yeah, because yeah, to me that's problematic. And then they host the Bengals. Who I really believe who didn't look good, who didn't look good themselves. I'm saying can have and, and and I'm and I'm I'm throwing I'm throwing the segue to you, sir, because I'm that's where you wanted to go. And to me, I think the matchup of the weekend next weekend. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's the but game what did you think get. about? But what did you think though what? about how they played at home last night against the Ravens without Lamar Jackson? They how, got about Sam, how about that Sam Hubbard play? Yeah. Yep. John Harbaugh did that saved them. uncharacteristic things last that, sa- that saved the Bengals. Listen, yep. J- John Harbaugh has done some uncharacteristic things since Super Bowl 47. Oh, did I say that aloud? Well, you're not lying. <laughs> that, but that 98 yard fumble recovery touchdown by, was it Sam Hubbard? Mm hmm. Sam Hubbard. That saved, saved the, Bengals. the Bengals. Otherwise, mm-hmm. that game would have been the Ravens. That saved the Bengals. So- so what was this? I saw a stat that this is the second time the Bengals, uh, so the Ravens have held an opponent to under 250 yards in a playoff game, and they still lost. And they lost. And the and other team that did it was the 2020 Ravens when they lost to the Bills. Yep. Yep. And I have a quote from one of the running backs from the Baltimore Ravens. Be- oh, yeah, here because we go. the Ravens offensive oh, was atrocious in the other game. Trash. They weren't as bad in this one, but they were atrocious in that 2020 uh, game against the Bills. I'm sorry, uh, playmaker. Mr. Mr. And, the, and the Bills, and the uh, Bills pick, had a pick six to save them that, that game yeah. too. Mm-hmm. This is from Beach Report, and it says that J.K. Dobbins blasts the Ravens' coach, saying, "Uh oh, that's your cue." I know. Uh oh. So he said, uh, "Quote." Excuse me. Tyler Huntley should have. Not had to do a quarterback sneak, but fumble. Obviously, if we had Lamar Jackson, we would have won. Close, close quote. Oh, that shot's fired. So basically, what uh, what what Mister Dobbins is saying is, if uh, Lamar Jackson was at quarterback and not Tyler Huntley Ravens, 
Uh, we're looking at you, Mr. Biscotti. We're looking at you, Mr. Harbaugh. The Ravens last night wouldn't be taken and... And considering they were fingertips away from probably doing a two-point conversion to win that game last night with Tyler Huntley, a quarterback, Mr. Dobbins might not be off point. Dear Greg Roman and John Harbaugh. Oh, oh, go ahead. Continue to write your letter. Go ahead. All I got to say to you is... Oh, I thought we we're gonna say we're gonna see Ray Ray in this. Uh, in that. No, 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 not Ray. Okay, this was go, what I love. Go, go, go for it. I heard it. I heard it. Go ahead, Ryan. Go ahead, Ryan. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, man. Thank you. In, 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 in hearing the highlights, in, in, in the case highlights. you didn't hear what Mr. McCoffey said, dear John Harbaugh and Greg Roman, you're fired. I hope, I hope that's true for Greg Roman for sure. But um, yeah, why is he still in the league? This is hey, this Mike, hey, Mike, Mike Lafleur's looking for a job. Lord have mercy. No, <laughs> yeah, Mike, Who would want Mike, to have that coordinator on their staff? Mike Lafleur has been ruined forever because he worked with the damn Jets. Oh, uh, the Jets actually had the ability. That, to I know the Giants team, and I hate saying that, but uh, uh he's, he, but he's, do you see Ryan Jets? He's right. <laughs> I'm not um, joking, but, yeah, but he's, he's, about to, he's about to be resurrected. Here's the funny thing about uh, about your your comment. And I know you're gonna love this, Brian. So Huntley had a scramble where it was a nice design play where they had the defense fool. Uh, uh, oh, I know what you talking about. I have a sweep right, and Huntley goes left. He gets to he gets to the Bengals too. Of course, that sets up the Sam Humpert fumble recovery for a touchdown. The next very next play, Chris Collinsworth on commentary said, uh, "Oh boy, quote, you gotta love Greg Roman and how he has that offense of the Ravens running." Close quote. And then you the very stupid. next, yeah. Chris Collinsworth, you stupid incompetent bleep, bleep, bleep. And Go then on, the boy. very, yeah, and then the very next play. SWAT! Your quarterback fumbles the ball, trying to reach over the goal line and not protecting it because I know they get taught this because I've seen it. If it's not far, if it's not far enough, you try to pull it back as quick as you can to your body because you do not want to have the ball be batted out your hand, which, oh, that's exactly what happened. And 98 yards later. Yeah. And if it and the only Raven that could possibly tackle him was, was Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. Otherwise, it was nothing but black jersey, green turf, and orange end zone. Yeah. I, I, Sam Hubbard's still running. As of, as of right now, Chris, it's, Chris it's, like wrong. it's like my Chris homie Joshua said on because. a long touchdown, and I've since used the call. Sam Hubbard, when he recovered that fumble, had nothing but green grass and goalpost in front of mm-hmm. me. In my opinion, Chris Collinsworth wasn't wrong because guess what? The way that offense was running, imagine if your starting quarterback wasn't hurt. 
Um, yeah, I have this. Cool McCain has this in response. <laughs> <laughs> because because later on in that game, Huntley did a he pulled the ball out of the back, took off, took off to the left side. He just couldn't outrun the linebacker. And that'd have been Lamar Jackson. Oh, Lamar Jackson would have got past that linebacker. Lamar Jackson would have gotten lit the fuck up. Oh my god. I'm sorry. And I'll I'll talk Lamar Jackson tomorrow because I have some thoughts about where he'll land. That's Coffee with mm-hmm. McCarthy as he comes on every Monday. Thank and you. This is his wild card. When do you go Thanks, on guys. this week, my friend? All right. So here's a couple things. So mm-hmm. no credentials required on Tuesday and on Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern time on our YouTube channel. Uh, I'm also going to have another episode of Have Another Donut, New Jersey Devils podcast. I'll be recording that tonight. It'll be available tomorrow for your uh, for your earballs. So stay tuned for that. Uh, got to talk about the double, on the New Jersey Devils, how they're the best, probably the best road team, going to be the best road team in the history of the NHL. They're unbelievable on the road. And we'll, we're talking, uh, we're going to wrap up wild card on Tuesday. I know credentials required, and we're going to preview the divisional round on Friday at 7 p.m. So love having you guys join us in the comments section or just watch. Done. Love to have you guys. Uh, have we got love to have you guys uh, uh, tune in. All right, done. Cool, bro. As Go I on. said, as I said on Friday before on, in the chat on Friday, order mm-hmm. in and tune in for done on, on Friday night. <laughs> done. We will do like that, just that. Thank you, brother. We love you. Thank you so much, Thanks, guys. Thank you. This coffee with McCarthy is sponsored by Steph Curry Cognac. One. And it's lights out.